right, it's time for something random from me. I am, I'm going to attempt to play some music down the line to you now, uh, which Ooh. I hope you're going to be able to hear. I don't know whether you're going to be able to hear me speaking over the top of it. That's the only problem. So fingers crossed you'll still be able to hear my voice over it while it's playing. Right. Um, okay. And uh, it's probably for people of a certain age... This piece of music is probably going to be very evocative of time and place. That's all <laughs> okay. I'm going to say. So here it comes. Oh. <laughs> Bringing back memories of uh, your weekends, yes. Emma. Yes, <laughs> my dad. This is my dad. <laughs> is it? Round yep. at my granny's while the sport was on the telly. I suppose for um, listeners of a younger age group, this was the theme music to the kind of BBC uh, broadcast. I think it used to take up pretty much the whole afternoon. Yeah. And it would be live sport, it would be rugby, football, whatever was on. Um, hosted by the inimitable Desmond Lynham back when yep. we were kids. And uh, certainly for those of us of that age, we probably did something at the weekends. Maybe we were round at relatives or maybe we were just uh, slobbing out in front of the telly watching whatever BBC Sport had for us. Why am I playing this? (laughs) Oh, beautifully done, Breeze. (laughs) Thank you. The reason that I'm playing this is, uh, oddly enough, it's to do with a random tweet that I spotted um, announcing the death of an unsung hero called Alan Hawkshaw. And I don't know whether you saw this tweet or I can't remember whether I retweeted it. Um, That piece of music is not by Alan Hawkshaw. It's by a a guy called Keith Mansfield. Um, But these two people have something in common. And I have an article from The Guardian here that explains all. They've written some of the most iconic tracks of the last 50 years, yet you've probably never heard of them. We meet the legends of library music. If you're wondering exactly what library music is, then perhaps the most surprising thing you're set to discover is just how well you already know it. Those stirring intros for Grandstand, Ski Sunday and Wimbledon, the quirky theme to Grange Hill. Again, younger younger listeners, go find out what that was. The ominous drumbeat that opens Mastermind or the military march that signalled it was time for Crime Watch. These will all be familiar to readers of a certain age. Even if you're unaware, they were all plucked from the UK's vast archives of library music. Essentially, stock songs recorded with no definitive purpose other than to be perused and selected in the future for use on TV, film or radio projects. So Keith Mansfield, who who wrote the Grandstand theme and the Wimbledon theme, says there was no pressure to have a hit record. We were making music that people might find useful and some of that would be really unusual. The reason why the songs have stood the test of time is simple. They're clever pieces of music. Uh, then explains uh, one or two slightly geeky points about why the Grandstand uh, theme, as we now know it, is quite a clever piece of music. Um, interestingly, uh, Kevin uh, Keith Mansfield, who composed it, uh, was really surprised when he found that the BBC had chosen that particular piece of music. He said, why have they chosen that? That's not sports music. But they saw in it things that I hadn't. They saw the fun in it and that it was quite chameleon-like. It could work for a small or a big event. And then it goes on to explain how they actually put these pieces together. It says they weren't long projects that had been in the works for months. Rather, they were bashed out six at a time during frantic three and a half hour sessions. And obviously, when they were recording them, they didn't know if they were going to go on to be some iconic theme or if they were going to disappear into a box and never be seen again. Um, You had the whole orchestra in the studio at the same time. There was very little time, very little control. There was no overwriting. Any mistakes made by the musicians went in. It goes on to say that the Grange Hill theme, 
which uh, many people of our age will probably remember from children's TV. That was a speedy example. Alan Hawkshaw was told during a session in Munich they had half an hour to spare and could he write something quickly? Luckily, I had some good players. I sketched it out and they came up with that. It was probably intended for a comedy at the time. Time was at a premium. Musicians were expected to play on site. You had to walk in on the day, play what you were given. And Alan Hawkshaw, one of his fastest jobs, was writing the opening music for Countdown, um, which obviously lots of people know Countdown and, and the music that they play when they've got 30 seconds to work out their anagrams or work out their maths. What we didn't know until I read the tweet, which started me off on this rabbit hole, was that the royalties from the Countdown theme, every time it's played, royalties are paid to a foundation supporting underprivileged students at the Leeds College of Music, meaning that every time you hear someone tackling a conundrum, it's helping a music student catch a break. John Cameron, another composer, has fond memories of them all running to the pub during their 15-minute break. The last one to the pub had to buy the beer. They had a string section who had to ride motorbikes everywhere because if they were in Olympia in the morning, Lansdowne in the afternoon and Kingsway in the evening, it was the only way they could get there and park in time. So, unsung heroes of music. Wow. That is... I think that's my favourite of your Christmas contributions to date. (laughs) It's such an amazing thing because these theme tunes are so well known. I mean, actually, weirdly, the sport ones are particularly well known. And that they were banging these things out six at a time with absolutely no idea what they were going to be used for. There's loads of really weird stuff. I mean, for example, I I gather that the, the theme music for Channel 4 News was a piece of library music. And because it was not sort of... I don't know. I guess it wasn't nabbed in its entirety early on. It also appears in the score in a, for a cowboy movie. There is a cowboy movie that has the music for Channel 4 News in it because it was just pulled out of the box, you know, by the by the music people. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I had questions that popped up. One of them you answered because of the, the whole royalties thing, although you, mm. it's not fully answered. So where do the royalties go we know where they go for that particular but what generally library music who gets the royalties well it was a company um the the article i've abridged the article a little bit it's about a company called kpm who were a library music company so they i guess their business model back in the day before you had computer equipment that makes music you know sequences and stuff they would Mm. pay these composers who would write these jingles they pay some musicians a, a day rate to come and record them and then they would own the copyright on them and they would get the royalties when they were used. So I guess it was a gold mine if it got used for something that was on every day or every week. But it was probably a bit of a gamble because something could just end up in the box and never get used. And so they used to release these vinyl records with loads and loads of these little tracks on. And then people like the BBC would subscribe to get these records. And then if they wanted to use one, it would it would get, you know, they'd get paid. And can you access the archives freely now i'm just thinking schools K- would love well some. yeah kpm have put their entire archive online well, it's on youtube i think and there are some really strange pieces on there some of them are amazing and some of them are really odd so memorable i mean the grange hill one for those of a certain age mm. is, they are they're, they're incredibly catchy 
catchy and memorable. Yeah. Um, and they and they do take you straight back. But that bit about you know how are they keeping an audit of who's used them where? Well, because I suppose yeah, you've got to be honest. If... You've got the Performing Rights Society and Mechanical Copyright Protection Society who kind of do all the admin on this stuff. But you you know you got to be honest. I suppose it's easier to be honest when your stuff's getting broadcast to millions of people. <laughs> you can't claim you mm. didn't play the music out. Um, but yeah, I think I did hear a, I did read a thing by one um, Radio Three presenter who confessed that their worst ever mistake in their career was to accidentally play the first half of a concert twice instead of the first half and the second half and then they had to pay double royalties <laughs> for the first half of the concert um but yeah another good. really interesting thing that came out of this was another unsung hero was uh, george fenton who did a lot of the news themes for the bbc before you got these these modern mm-hmm. ones with all the beeps and the drums and everything he did a lot of the kind of mm. orchestral stuff and he he did a really interesting interview on youtube about the fact that you've got to announce to the world that it's the news it's got to be authoritative it's got to be neutral and you've got nine mm. seconds to do it. Yeah. It's actually really so hard. True. Yeah, that is a tough gig. A bit of fun for a composer. Yeah, but definitely not easy. I mean, all of these things are sub one minute. I mean, that one I played yeah. was 56 seconds. And you've of got to gold. do... And that's long. I mean, that's really long for, for something like that. But yeah, you have to... You haven't got an hour and a half or, or even a kind of four minutes for a pop song. You've got seconds to set a scene. So there's real skill to it. Nice, nice, nice little factoid that, you know, it turned out to be sporty, although the composer didn't, didn't perceive yeah. it that way yeah. himself. You, you write a piece and you have no idea what it's going to end up as. Yeah, very, very strange. Loved that, Tom. Great oh, contribution. And I'm sure, as we said, anyone from a certain age was probably singing along yeah. some of those theme tunes, particularly the countdown one. <laughs> yeah, actually, interestingly, the grandstand one is longer than that. I edited it down to what the BBC used, but actually there's a big sort of middle eight section with a massive electric guitar solo in it on the original. <laughs> Perhaps we need that in the bonus material. Yeah. <laughs> or we get into trouble with royalties, the royalties. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> 